Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. My name is Sonny. I'm here with my co-host, Caleb. Hello! And of course, before we get too far in, we want to thank all of our wonderful sponsors. So a huge thank you, of course, to ETB Games in Alexandria, Louisiana, as well as, of course, Steel Fox Games in Shreveport. We also want to thank Gem Accessories and encourage you to check out our Dragon Shield affiliate link in the description down below. Just click it before you shop. It costs you nothing extra to support the podcast for products you might already be buying. Also, of course, we would love for you to check out our Patreon if you are so inclined. You get an extra episode every single week on Wednesdays. And, of course, you get early access to every episode. Now, you get early access in even the lowest $1 tier. Mm-hmm. So, if you are interested in getting that early access, all it costs is a dollar a month. That's only $12 a year. And it also lets you get your name in the episodes. So... Now the the extra sounds episode like a, a week is in the five dollar tier, but that that sounds like a good, real good deal. I I think it is personally, but I also understand that budgets are sometimes tight. Yeah, and regardless, we appreciate you being here and listening to the podcast. So with that said, let's go ahead and get on into today's episode. So. We have a ton of new cards to cover. We're going to go through them kind of quick because we also want to do some nice little uh, some uh, mailbag questions. Yes. Because I <laughs> forgot that there was like a bunch of new cards when I went for a mailbag question. A whole bunch of them. Yeah. So let's go ahead and start with some new Rescue Ace cards. These are coming Ooh. out in Duelist Nexus, which is the set that comes out here in August. So, to uh, tackle the crisis, they've got two new cards to put out the flames. Rescue Ace Preventer, level 8 fire machine effect monster. 2800 attack, 2800 defense. You can only use the first, second, and third effect of this card's name each once per turn. 
One, you can banish one Rescue Ace card from your graveyard special summon this card from your hand. Two, if you control another Rescue Ace monster quick effect, or you can target one effect monster your opponent controls, change it to face down defense position. Three, if this card is sent to the graveyard, you can target one of your banished Rescue Ace monsters except a level 8 monster special summon it. That's really good. Yeah. I think that the Rescue Ace cards have some really, really, really cool... Um, I'm not going to say loops, but like uh, resource loops, right? And yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that this deck has a ton of potential. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, let's see what the, let's see what their other card does. It's just called Emergency. Uh, quick play spell. It is always treated as a Rescue Ace card, so it is searchable. Uh, you can only use the first and second effect of this card's name, name each once per turn. One, special money Rescue Ace monster from your deck in defense position. Then tribute a Rescue Ace monster from your hand or field. Two, during your main phase, you can banish this card from your graveyard, target Rescue Ace, trap in your grave, set it. That's really good. That is Itali with extra steps. Uh, I mean, it's Itali, but better in a lot of ways, to be honest with you. Like, the only like the only limitation is that with Itali, if you top deck it and that's all you have access to, it's usable. This, unfortunately, if you just top deck in that kind of situation to activate it, you'll bring out the Rescue Ace and you have to tribute it. Yeah, but I mean, I don't remember what every single Rescue Ace card does, but they, some they, of them, depending can, on what they do in the graveyard, it might be worth it. Yeah, yeah, they can probably play off of that. That I'm not, I'm not 100% sure, but yeah, it's really just E-Tally, but it's an archetypal E-Tally. Yeah, with extra effects in the graveyard. Uh, like I said, I think that the deck has some really, really cool and interesting resource loops, and I would really love to see what some of the more, um, some of the more brainiac deck builders kick come up with with this deck oh yeah all right next we have little opposition this is a normal trap card also from dune you can only activate one card with this card's name per turn one choose two unused main monster zones in the same column apply this effect then your opponent can apply it for themselves special summon one level two or lower monster from your hand or deck to your chosen zone in attack position or face down defense position Interesting. So, in theory, you can just summon out a Sprite Blue out of your deck. Yeah, and then your opponent, then you just stare at your opponent as they have no level two or unders in their entire deck. Right. Which That's is kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, too bad it's a trap card. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But wait. Thank goodness it's a trap card, though. Wait, <laughs> it's a normal trap. Yeah, it's still. Yeah, it's still. Could you imagine if Sprite Labyrinth was the wave? Oh, oh my God. Uh, next up, we have. Agnanimal Candle. It's adorable. Uh, fire, it Pyro, Tuner, Effect Monster, level 4, 1700 attack, zero defense, so it's not a rekindling target. You can only use the first effect of this card's name once per turn. One, if this card is added to your hand, except by drawing it, special summon it. Two, once per chain, up to thrice per turn, if a monster is sent to your graveyard, you increase or reduce this, level, this card's level by one. They've been adding thrice per turn lately. Not only that, this, this Hita, the new fire channeler, mm -hmm. plus volcanic shell. Pitch shell and channeler, search this dude, which then immediately special summons itself. Affect a shell, which summons another copy of another copy of shell, a banishing it, huh? Uh, then, uh, you just pay 500 life points. Yeah, there you go. Get another one. I don't think you banish. I'm pretty sure you don't. Yeah, so then use it to get another one. That's a level six synchro by itself. Yeah, with literally two cards in hand, you just you just, which is wild. Yeah, it, it's this is potentially an extremely good card. All right, next we have a click and echo, also adorable. 
Water Sea Serpent Effect Monster, level 2, 300 attack, 2100 defense. Cannot be used as material for a fusion, synchro, or exceed summon. You can only use okay. the second effect of this card's name up to twice per turn. Ooh. One. If this this face-up card on the field cannot be tributed. Okay. Man. Lots of restrictions on this card. Wow. Well, it also protects it from Nibiru hilariously. <gasps> it does. That's but, really funny. But then, like, like, if you summon this thing and then your opponent goes to Nib, you get to keep it. <laughs> That's very funny. <laughs> Two, if this card on the field is sent to the graveyard as link material, special summon it to the summoning player's opponent's field in defense position. Three, if this card was special summoned by its second effect, you must keep your hand revealed. So, oh, if you're tracking, this card caught me very off guard at first. I didn't quite understand what it meant. Yeah. So basically, normal summon Deep Sea Diva, summon this. Link two. Link two into just to say, you know, Sprite Sprint. Activate... Activate, click an echo. Which then summons, summons itself, your opponent's field. Right, summon itself to your opponent's field. Activate its effect. Your opponent has to then play with their hand revealed. For as long as they control it. Yes. However, on the back end, you're, if your opponent then links it off, it gets summoned to your field, and then you get the effect. Yep. And then you, you play with your hand reveal until you link to. But then you can also just make IP Mascarena. And it is a particularly difficult card to get rid of. Because it keeps some, because it just keeps summoning itself over and over. No, I mean, if you're in a deck that doesn't play generic link monsters, it is a difficult card to get off your field. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Because like a lot, yeah, it's a lot of link monsters are like, oh, it has to be two archetypes or something. This guy's yeah, like, like, I mean, I know in Sword Soul, I can't do anything with this card. Yeah, yeah. So it would just sit there clogging up a zone. Yeah, and it can't be used as fusion synchro or XC summon material yeah, and you can't tribute over it right exactly. which is why you can't use it as tri tribute so that we can't just tribute like tribute dri away yeah not tribute driver over it you have to link it that's oh that's that's funny yeah all right next we have uh yet another card from dune yeah uh uruka the magic star level four wind beast effect monster 1500 attack 400 defense you can only use the first and second fig of this card's name each once per turn Oh, excuse me. One when a when one mon when one monster you control leaves the field by an opponent's card effect and no other cards, you can banish the card from your hand or graveyard. Special summon that monster if it was banished faced up or in the graveyard. Otherwise, special summon this banished card. Two, if this card is special summoned, it can you can make it gain fifteen hundred attack until the end of next turn. I think that that card is actually kind of cool. Yeah, this that's pretty solid. Um, like, oh, what's that? You're gonna pop my dude with Baron? Oh well, I'm summoning it back. Yeah, yeah. Hilariously, even if they like ban, even if they activate like I don't know something to banish it face down, you still at least get this guy, and he's three k. Yeah, yeah. He's uh he's three k until the end of your opponent's turn, and he's a level four. I don't know. I feel like there's something that that card could be playable in Tri Brigade for sure. Oh yeah, no, no. Oh yeah, because no, he's a he's a beast. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. part of the beast type. Yep, and he can summon himself in theory. Yeah. All right. Next, we have yet another Dune card. This is a Pod of Greed. There's always a cost to doing business. This is such a fun, fun game, because or a fun, fun card because it looks like the Pod of Greed guy, but sitting inside of like a jar because it's like a a level three earth rock flip effect monster like jar of uh yeah like, like morphing, morphing jar, jar cyber jar fiber right, jar exactly 
So it looks kind of like those, but it's like inside yeah. the, what is that, pot of riches or pot of... No, it's it's not. It's just a new pot. Yeah. But it's like a jar. I, I, it's I th- a pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think it's a jar with the the monster that pot of greed is based on is was like made to resemble mm-hmm. inside of it. Yeah, yeah. All right, level three Earth Rock Flip Effect Monster, 700 attack, 800 defense. You can only use the effect of this card's name once per turn. One flip. Apply these effects in sequence. Oh. Excavate cards from the top of your deck equal to the number of cards your opponent controls. I'm sorry, up to the number of cards your opponent controls. Add one excavated card to your hand. Also, send the rest to the graveyard. Send monsters from your extra deck to the graveyard up to the number of monsters special summoned from the extra deck but your opponent controls. Hmm. Huh. So you, so you do this and you just send like an Entis, Wind Pegasus, uh, Fossil Warrior. Yeah. Get a bunch of pops and spins for free. Too bad it's on a flip monster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, they would need an entire archetype whose whole shtick is just setting a, uh, like, putting flip monsters face down and immediately flipping them. Yeah, good thing there's a... Good thing that doesn't exist. Right. Yeah. And never will exist, because that's awful. Yeah, Guru Just... Guru is terrible. Yeah, it's a good thing Guru... I don't know what you're talking it's about. It's a good thing Guru doesn't exist. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. What's Guru? You're just making stuff up off the fly now. <laughs> okay, this yeah. bit's getting old. All right, next we have... What is this, another Dune card? Yeah, it's yeah. another Dune card. You got it? Yeah. Oh, boy. So, it's Eternal Ice Grave. The Ice Jade Epilogue. That does not bode well for the Ice Jade. No, it doesn't. Quick play spell. You can only activate one card with this card's name per turn. One, during the main phase. If a monster you control leaves the field by an opponent's monster's effect, except by being destroyed, activate one of these effects in the main phase or skip the main phase one of your opponent's next turn. Or in huh. this main phase. So if your That's opponent, interesting. so if your opponent's monsters bounces or spin removes a monster off your field without destroying it. Yes, which is getting more and more common these days. I mean, Zeus does it. Um, sure. You just skip their main phase one, or skip this, or into this main phase. Which, in the case of ending their main one, wouldn't that just force them into battle? Uh, they have a choice. They can either go into battle or go straight to the end phase. Okay, but they're, the, the the phase is ending. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and then you can skip their main phase one, which would then either make them go draw, standby, battle, or end. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That, All right. That's certainly interesting. Yeah. No, I, I was like just staring at the card, like trying to process what is going on in this artwork. Artwork. Well, we have a yet another Dune card, Aqua Round. This is a normal spell. Banish one card from your hand, and if you do, during your next standby phase, you can add up to two cards with the banished name from your deck to your hand. If this card is activated while your opponent controls no cards, you cannot activate of cards or the effects of cards with the banished card's original name for the rest of this turn. Okay. Interesting. Banish one card from your hand if you do. During your next standby phase, you can add two cards with the same name. What would be really nifty is if you could use this to add cards whose effects don't activate. I mean... To summon themselves, like cards that just um, 
summon themselves without starting a chain? Maybe. Well, hmm. Maybe. Hmm. It's a weird one. It, I feel like there's, I feel like there's definitely a, um, there's something here, right? Definitely. Well, yeah, there's something here, but I, I can't think of it. It's, it's interesting to say the least. My brain's too small. Yeah. Uh, next up we have Kiribon. Your number's up, pal. Uh, it is a continuous trap card. Uh, one, if 10 or more, when 10 or more cards and or effects have been activated this turn. So double Nibiru, but it's effects. Which is well. a, a very, very doable number. Oh yeah, no, no, because like one sum, because like then like normal, just normal summoning a one of those cards that normal summon and then searches is mm -hmm. two. Because it's a summon uh, and then an effect. No. If I'm reading the cards, cards or effects or eff and or effects, it doesn't count. Summons. Got it. Got it. Yeah. It just counts cards and effects. So, so if so, when this condition is met, special summon this card as an effect monster. Cyber Stark level ten, three thousand attack and defense. It is also still a trap. And it's big. Yeah. If summoned this way during your end phase, set this card into your spell and trap zone. Two. Once per turn, when your opponent activates a card effect while this card is in the monster zone. Quick effect, destroy as many cards they control as possible, and then set this card into your spell and trap zone. This is so funny. This is like, it's, it's like, all right, you activated 10, you're done. Do another one, and I'm blowing you up. Well, no, 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 because it only needs to do the 10 to become a uh, monster card. Yeah. And then you can just go, cool, new chain, quick effect. And then it goes back to the and then it goes back to being set again. I guess if you do it, if you like on their, I guess if you do it as chain link two, then you could do that. So I mean, you would have to time it correctly, but that's just something about control decks. You just have to know how to structure your chain links and time things correctly. Well, it's also activated, so like if your opponent's just going through and they, as soon as they activate the tenth card, right. you can chain this and it becomes a monster. And then once that chain has resolved, you can go cool, new Quick chain, new chain, pop it, boom. Yeah. And it's then, like, all right, that's enough summoning for you this turn. That's enough activating effects. We're gonna clean this thing up, and you're gonna back off. Something else you can do is if you're is wait until you're like you sit there in counting, and your opponent is like, okay, cool, enter battle, go to swing, flip it. If they've already done ten, and now they got a three k wall, they got to get past. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a cool card, no matter. And what. then during your in phase, you fire off its other effect to nuke everything to set it back, or even just let it pass back and you swing with it. Yeah, I think it's a very cool card. Oh, definitely, it's got a lot of potential. All right, next we have another Dune card, Singing Cuckoo. So cuckoo. Level 3 Fire Winged Beast Effect Monster, 800 Attack, 1000 Defense. You can only use this card's name's effect once per turn. One during your main phase, you can activate one of these effects. Destroy this card, then draw one card. Dis discard one card, then draw one card. Draw one card during the end phase of this turn. Interesting. No, this card's name is a reference to a story about Oda no Nobunaga, Toyomori Hideyoshi, and Tokugawa Iyasu. The three gay unifiers of Japan who ended the Sengoku era of Japan characterize the differences in their personalities and policies. And they have like the entire actual story that they, that they were just discussing. 
um, Nobunaga, so the three were watching a cuckoo bird, waiting for it to sing, one sing. Nobunaga said, little bird, if you don't sing, I will kill you. Hideyoshi says, little bird, if you don't sing, I'll make you sing. And then Tokugawa says to the bird, little bird, if you don't sing, I will wait for you to sing. Basically, Nobunaga does things violently. Hideyoshi, Hideyoshi forces, which is destroy. Hideyoshi forces things, discard, and Tokugawa waits, which is the draw at the end phase. Okay, but since you read all of that, I'm reading the next card, too. I mean, sure. <laughs> that was too much. But it's so cool. It's not. It's not. I just can't. I can't bring myself to like. I think it's cool when the game. When the I cards, hate all those little translation things. When the cards mechanics tell a story. I mean, like I can appreciate the sentiment behind it. I just all I care about is what the card does. I mean, I care too. But then also, it's like here's why it does what it does. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, but like. I mean, I don't know. Next we have uh, these. Okay, so these cards are the Cyberstorm Access World Premiere cards. So, so these are TCG exclusives, correct? Yes, these are all cards that will be TCG exclusive uh, in Cyberstorm Access, which the sneak peek for is not is this coming weekend. Yes. So first we have Moisa Knight, the Comet General, Light Level One, 100 Attack, 100 Defense, Warrior Pendulum Effect Monster, Ugh. Scale Eleven, Pendulum, pendulum. Effect. If you Pendulum summon a monster or monsters, place this card either on the top or bottom of your deck. Monster Effect. When you draw this card, you can reveal it during the main phase of this turn. You can conduct one Pendulum Summon of a monster from your hand in addition to your Pendulum Summon. You can only gain this effect once per turn. Interesting. So it lets you have. It lets, you, it lets you have an additional pendulum summon from your hand. But only from your hand. Yeah, but it's still broken. Oh, absolutely. Um, hmm, interesting. Uh, next up, we have Golden Cloud Beast Malong. Level 6, Light. Dragon Synchro Tuner, because they didn't list it here, for oddly enough. Uh, level yeah, they did. Oh, okay, weird. They put Light. It's weird. Light, level 6, 20 tuner attack, 1,000 defense, dragon synchro tuner effect. Uh, materials is a tuner plus one or more non-tuners. Generic. Yep. If this card is special summoned, you can increase or decrease this level by one. <clears throat> if this card is sent to the graveyard, you can target a face card your opponent controls. Return it to the hand. You can only use this effect once per turn. Also, mm. also each time it is special summoned, you can bump its level up or down one. So when you make it, you can increase or decrease level by one. Let's say you then send it to the graveyard and bring it back. It's effect high fades again. You can increase or decrease it by one again. So every single time you special summon it, you can increase or decrease the level by one. Well, yeah, but like... That's, that could be pretty good. It's always either going to be six, six, five, yeah. six, or seven. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Next we have Imperial Princess Quinquery. <clears throat> Dark rank five... 1200 attack, 2800 defense, Cybers exceeds effect monster, two level five monsters. You can attach one material from this card, then target one level five monster in either graveyard. Special summon it to either field. If a face up level five monster you control is destroyed by battle or leaves the field by an opponent's card effect, while you control this monster, you can add to your hand or special summon one level five monster from your deck. You can only use each effect of Imperial Princess Quinkery once per turn level five toolbox question mark anyway trying to bring up bring back tyrus and adrius i guess 
Um, next up, we have Pendulum Pendant. Normal spell. Uh, banish five face-up Pendulum Monsters from your extra deck. Place one Pendulum Monster from your deck or face-up extra deck in your Pendulum Zone. Banish five face-up in your extra deck. Place one from your deck or face-up extra deck into your Pendulum Zone. Okay. Hmm. Weird. Uh, you can banish this card from your graveyard. Target one card in any Pendulum Zone. Reduces Pendulum Scale by one minimum zero. Hmm. Okay. I don't think it'll be used, but it seems it strikes me as just the kind of card that a pendulum deck would be like. And now I run this thirty-eighth brick so that I can pull <laughs> off my perfect combo. Yeah. Uh, all right, and my favorite card out of all of these. Oh, how easily. did I get here? I love with this. Warrior Digreffer, like, like, ah. Uh. Yeah, he's like in the village of the uh, of the six samurai. I think it's just a japanese village but no isn't that dude the um i don't think it is no like he's the dude who's like with the uh oh, i'm trying to think of the name of the card that's like the cart the dude in the cart he's this old six samurai card you know he was like their second like their f- second tuner because their first one was a monkey i don't know ah. anyway how did i get here Normal trap card. If a monster you control is destroyed by your opponent's attack or card effect, place one place face up in your field zone one field spell from your deck with a different name than the cards in the field zones. Then reveal five monsters from your deck that can be special summoned with different names from each other. Your opponent randomly picks one for you to special summon. Also shuffle the rest into your deck. You can only activate one. One. How did die get here per turn? That's funny. Bro. <laughs> that has a lot of conditions, but if it goes off, it's really good. Yeah, that's like that's what that's like terraforming and uh painful what, choice. Painful choice rolled into one card. Almost, yeah. But as a trap card, and that's where it fails. Uh so we do have a couple of rarities that we'll mention here for Syak okay. that you can look out for this weekend. Uh, we have a couple of Starlight Rares. We mentioned Vista Starfrost on the last episode. Also, Despian Luluwalilith is a Starlight. Okay. Uh, one of the Secret Rares, Firewall Dragon Singularity. A couple of Ultras. Uh, Numbers Evil, Super Heavy Samurai Brave, Musu, Musurawu. Uh, and Teller Knight Constellar Caduceus. Some Super Rares, Dreaming Numerilia. Num- uh, oh. Teller Knight, Alteran, Goran, Sulfacord, Coolia, Cyanet, Rollback, Constellar, Teller Knights. Um, and then more rarity spoilers. Uh, some more. Okay, so we have all the secret rares, actually. Okay, cool. Guiding Quem the Virtuous. Uh, um, Sumaha Katsunagi, the Lord of Swords. Albion, the Sanctifier Dragon. Vicious Astraloud, which Vicious Astraloud is part of the... Um, the Manadarium, man, 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 Manadium, Manadium archetype. It was Manadome. Now it's man, Manadium. Yeah. Uh, Despian Luluwalilith is a secret rare in addition to a starlight. Chaos Angel, Singularity, Peaceful Planet, Calarium, which is the planet for Manadome. Yeah. Gold Pride, Rollerballer, and Gold Pride, Better Luck Next Time are both secret rares. God. The ultra rares, the numbers evil, like I said, Ice Jade, Ran, Azurin. Uh, Manadium, Room Heart, Ringo Worm, the Dragon Guarding the Hundred Apples. Wow, Ringo Worm is an ultra. That's oh. the one that everybody was saying was like broken. Uh, the Super Heavy Samurai, Brave, Musurawu, 
uh, Bestial Dispater, Manadam Prime Heart, Teller Knight, uh, The Libermancer Origin Story, Gold Prides, Pinballer, that came out of nowhere, and Chariot Carrier, all Ultra. So there's three Ultras and two Secrets just out of the Jeez. Gold Pride stuff. And we're missing a couple of the Ultra Rares. Uh, the super rares, the new super heavy samurai prodigy Wakushi is okay. a super rare. So, uh, really, the super heavy samurai cards. It's there's another one here that's a super rare. I'm not gonna read all the super rares, but yeah. two of the super heavy samurais are a super rare, and there's one ultra. So, yeah, and I think that makes super heavy samurai, which is one of the best decks of the next format, very affordable. Probably, <laughs> we've seen expensive supers before. However. Um, the big one is, I don't remember which one it was. It was the one with the, who was playing the flute? Uh, Susanoa? No. The Synchro? No. No, it was, it wasn't a Synchro. Oh. Yeah. If that, if that one was the, I think the big one that was really going to let them play. Oh, I don't know. Is it a new card? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's probably Wakushi. I think Wakushi is one you're talking about. Probably, yeah, it might be Wakushi. Uh, Which is the super. Yeah. So, well, maybe we'll see. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, what do you say we go ahead and get into the uh, the mailbag questions? Heck yeah. All right. So ooh, let me find where the top is. <laughs> um, what do you think about Konami splitting up spell trap searches in archetypes? So uh, I think we already answered that one a long okay. time ago. Do you think more decks at the same power level as tier would be a good thing or a bad thing? depends if they're all at the same time whatever because then it's just a free-for-all yeah i guess i would venture to say it's a bad thing just because i don't think that the a game where everything is as powerful as tier limit is just not sustainable in my opinion no not at all because where do you go from there right right all right uh how much do you think tyler the great warrior will go for i th i really believe it'll probably end close it i don't know what it is now i haven't looked at it 160 160 probably i, I think about it'll 160 000, yeah 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 I, I think it'll probably end at about 200 around 200 i think it's just getting started honestly there's six days yeah. left and yeah, yeah, yeah um a lot of the real bidders aren't even gonna look at it until there's like an hour or two left that that's fair in um, the last hour or two i think it's going to skyrocket up north of like 300 350 i don't think it I think it could push Black Lotus, honestly. I think it could push half a million. Well, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Can you randomly talk about um, insert support here so that they can be brought into existence? No. You'd have to be like more specific. Like no, 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 no. They said the exact archetype. Oh. But I didn't want to speak it into existence. Oh, hold on. Let me lean over and see what it is. I'm not going to say it. I want to see what it is. No. <laughs> no, I don't like that deck. I'm not going to speak it into ex existence. And if you want to know what deck we're talking about, tune in to the Discord. Yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by ETB Games. ETB Games is, of course, our locals in Alexandria, Louisiana. They are our one-stop shop for all of our card game needs. They have singles and sealed product for the games that you love, like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Magic the Gathering, and Pokemon. Of course, you can also find the accessories that you need, such as sleeves, binders, playmats, and more. And if you're into D&D, well, they have all of your D&D figurines, the paint for the figurines, dice, books, and anything that you would need to play. 
So be sure to check out ETB Games. There's a link in the description down below. And now back to today's episode. All right, uh, can you explain the damage tip? That's an entire episode, and that's probably two episodes in and of itself. Um, yeah. Okay, we will do a short little walkthrough of the flowchart. Okay. Boy, what a flowchart it is. Okay, so you have an open game state. Wait, no, wait, hold on, wait. This is this is the not the damage step. That's the full turn. This is also the full turn. Okay. So the battle phase breaks into start step, battle step, damage step, and then end step. So the battle phase is split up into four. You have this, like I said, it's the start step, battle step is where you like you declare battle and stuff. Damage step is where everything is calculated and effects are applied, and then you have the end step. So past that in the damage step. You have, um, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's not loading though, which is annoying. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's see if I can get the page to load. All right, you have start of damage step, which is where you declare that you are entering the damage step, and if anything that says at the start of damage step applies here. After start of damage step, you have before damage calculation, which is where anything that says before damage calculation applies. If a monster is being attacked face down, this is when it's flipped face up. Then cards or, or effects that modify attack and defense can activate. If the monster has a trigger effect that activates by being flipped face up, it does not activate here. Then you perform damage calc. So cards or effects that activate during damage calc, activate and resolve. Then damage calc is performed. Compare attack and defense, apply damage to life points. Determine whether either monster will be destroyed by battle or not, but do not send it to the graveyard yet. And any effects that activate during damage calculation is here. After damage calculation, effects that activate as a result of battle happen here. Trigger effects that activate by being flip face up of monsters flip face up before damage calculation. There are flip effects activate after damage calculation. A monster that was determined to be destroyed is still not sent to the graveyard yet. Okay, what effects can happen now? Effects that activate when this card battles or attacks or is attacked. Effects that activate when battle damage is inflicted or when you take battle damage. Flip effects. Effects that activate after damage calc and effects that activate when this card is flipped face up. And the end of damage step. If a monster was determined to be destroyed by the battle during damage calc, sent it to the graveyard first. Then effects that activate when a monster is destroyed by battle and sent to the graveyard activate now. Then, if all effects activates, resolves, and you would end the damage step, effects that apply until the end of the damage step, finish. Effects that activate when a monster is destroyed by battle happen here. Effects that activate when a monster is destroyed by battle and sent to the graveyard happen here. Effects that activate when a monster destroys a no an opponent's monster by battle and sent to the graveyard happen here. Did that answer your question? Did, did that do it? I hope so. Did that explain the damage step good enough for you? If not, use Google, because that's all I did. Yeah. What is one card you want on the upcoming ban list to be removed from the ban list and one card you want banned? I kind of want to see Blaster come back. Come back to one? He did in the OCG or on Master Duel or yeah. one of them. Yeah. Uh, as far as actually banned, my number one hit at the moment, and even then, it's kind of uh, cool if it does, if it doesn't, whatever, is uh, Diablosis. Yeah. I would really like to see Diablosis banned, and I wouldn't mind Blaster coming back, but yeah. 
My biggest one is I want to see Wind Up Hunter ban and Wind Up Carry Zenmaity come back. I can also 100% agree with this. Because I think Zenmaity is a cool card and the thing that makes Wind Ups playable. Oh, yeah. How much did you enjoy the ulti I sent you? I enjoyed it a lot. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's wonderful. I appreciate you. Uh, and you have one of the best patron names. Uh, craziest tech card that you've had used against you in a duel? Galaxy? No, no, no. It, no, it wasn't Galaxy. It was Odd Eyes Gravity Dragon. Oh. The Ritual. Yeah, yeah. Or was it Googly Eyes Drum Dragon or something? No, 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 no. Googly Eyes Drum Dragon is an Xyz. Oh, okay. It's an old Xyz. Um, I don't know why that one popped into my head. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's so. I was playing a labyrinth and he added and he added it to his hand and I was like, oh, let me read that. I've never seen this card before and I read it and I was like, oh, that's what that does. Okay. And he basically what it does is on summon, it immediately bounces all back row back to the hand, and no back row can be activated in response to that effect. Oof. So um Yes, when he when he then immediately followed that up with activating uh, Drytron Nova, their the, the ritual spell for them. Mm -hmm. I went, uh oh, <laughs> time to start flipping. Uh, in order, what do you believe are the worst floodgates? Um, hmm. So I believe that possibly the worst. Well, your definition of worst, as in, if you mean most powerful right now is probably a Gozen match. And of course, that'll change depending upon uh, the, met, the meta. Like, in a year from now, people are like, why why Gozen match? Everyone's on single attribute decks anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, it's so like, Gozen match, Tikaboo, Rivalry. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else. So I kind of put floodgates into tears. Fair enough. Fair enough. Because I think there's different kinds of floodgates, and some of them are inherently stronger and worse. Yeah. So lingering floodgates to me are the worst because you, once they're once they've activated, that's it. Yeah. There's nothing you can do about it. So things like Lancia Droll, Lancia Droll, Abyss Dweller, D Barrier, um, Harpy's Feather Storm, things like that, all go up here in this top tier of floodgate that yeah. is, to me is completely bannable. Um, the second tier is cards like you mentioned. Yeah. Tikaboo, there can be only one. Rival rivalry. That is Tikaboo. Uh, Tikaboo, Rivalry, goes in. All fall in right here. Uh, anti spell. Well, and, and to me, those three in particular are exceptionally egregious because of the way that they function and they mm -hmm. prevent you from attempting to do something also. Fair. Um, and then you have like you have basically every other floodgate that's just a continuous floodgate that sits on the field. So you have your skill drain, your anti-spell fragrance, your imperial iron wall. I mean, macro. Jinzo, ma you know, macro, whatever, mm -hmm. all of these. Yeah. I mean, all of these sit in this where, third tier to me. Where would token collector go? Uh, token collector would go... For you, probably in that first no, tier. No, it goes in the third tier. Okay, about to say, for you, it probably goes in that first tier where it needs to be <laughs> No, realistically, it goes in the third tier. It's an annoying card for sure. Yeah. Um, And it's such an incredibly specific card. Uh, but realistically, it does go in that third tier. I think, though, that you, in my opinion, the thing that makes the cards in the first two tiers bannable 
is in the top tier you have something that if you don't respond to it immediately you lose yeah. if in the second tier those cards functionally they, they don't really function in a really sensible way and it i think it's a it becomes kind of a rulings conundrum so for example if you're new to the game and and you hear goes and match i can only control one attributes well i have two fires i'm gonna get rid of both of them to, by linking them off into a water and then you learn you can't do that right because you can't attempt to summon something other yeah, than a fire and then you, that has to get explained and it, it's right. kind and it's it's a lot for a new player that's fair yeah what is the best card of the format and why is it curry card div incarnate so because everything on field activates i am div incarnate pilled right now <laughs> uh i'm pretty convinced that that is actually one of the best cards in Yu-Gi-Oh right now which is crazy because i i fought tooth and nail to say that card was bad for the yeah, longest I, I do feel bad about getting rid of the one copy i pulled yeah that being said i've been incarnated like that once and all i got was my baron and then they stole the baron from me I'm like no yeah oh no <laughs> Do you think Gold Pride will be competitively viable with the new support coming in Cyberstorm Access? I think it'll be alright. Yeah, I think it will definitely be viable. I think it's definitely a playable deck, especially with a punk engine. Oh yeah, uh, particular, uh, especially with that uh, new with the new cards that they're getting, mm -hmm. with Rollerballer and... Uh, again, because then that means they can just non-targeting, non-destruction, remove stuff off the field. Yeah. In a way that doesn't let, get them any sort of bonus effects. It's yeah. wild. Yeah. Uh, do we expect Relinquish, Thousand Eyes Restrict, Millennium Eyes Restrict, and potentially others to be errated into the Illusionist typing? No. I agree. I, I don't think that we'll see any of these get errated because it's not... We could get retrains of them. Definitely. Definitely. I wouldn't be surprised if we got like a Tune Eyes Restrict or something. Yeah. And it was an illusion. And it was one of the new illusions. Yeah. I just don't see other cards getting getting errated into mm -hmm. illusionist because they didn't do it with psychic they didn't do it with worm they didn't yeah. do it with um cybers yeah now granted they didn't have a huge backlog of cards that were at essentially one, yeah. designed into this typing or at one point in the game's history we're just straight up that typing like in the video games sure i mean to me the video games aren't really canon i, I oh yeah Especially, I see the video games as very, like, completely random offshoots that basically don't exist in my mind. Especially the early ones. Uh, yeah, they like, literally made no sense. So, so, like, a lot of the mechanics of the games that didn't make sense became because they were still really figuring out how Yu-Gi-Oh! the game itself was supposed to function. So, like, yeah. the super early ones where you rub two cards together to fuse was them still trying to figure out... They wanted a fusion mechanic, but they didn't know exactly how to do it. It was all because the the video games, and, and I'm sure you know this because I feel like I've brought this up on the podcast before. The video games, the card game, and the show were all given the same objective of here's this cool card game from a manga. Yeah. Make it work. Yeah. And then, and then they all had to come up with their own rule sets. And then the, neither the three shall meet. Yeah, and then none of the none of the development teams ever were given access to the other teams. Yeah, to so be they like, never they never communicated and talked about how things would work. Yeah, to be yeah, so that way they so that way they can so that way you know the video games are like, hey, how does the fusion? I know y'all have a fusion mechanic. How does it work? Yeah, instead of just rubbing. To be fair, the rubbing two cards together is a lot of fun. Yeah, 
Because then you'll just be like, ah, I'm just going to throw these cards away. Oh my god, they made something cool. Yeah, I think it's because the TV show and the manga had polymerization that we don't have that. But also, yeah, yeah, definitely. And then, like, also, just how wild the anime got sometimes. Yeah, it did get crazy. Also, the the field the field giving 30% bonuses? Yeah. Why? Uh, what are some rogue decks that you think would be worth looking into this format? I think that there's a couple of decks that are really really underrated right now that are just not getting looked at at all was that or not to the extent that they should be anyway do you have any uh not particularly not no i can think of off the top of my head no a deck that i've been wanting to assemble but i spent i put too many resources into other decks so i haven't mm-hmm. had the chance is liberomancer makonko oh ba- uh ritual based yeah yeah that deck is super sick it is it's so cool and another deck that I haven't had the time to really sink my teeth into yet is the, um, oh my goodness, it was in my head just a moment ago. I had the deck in my head. Oh, uh, Punk. Oh. Just various different Punk engines. Yeah. Punk Sword Soul, Punk Gold Pride, Punk Kashira, I think are all very, very cool decks. So, um... Is there an episode of Phineas and Ferb that stands out to you? To me? Yeah. Not really. Um, I didn't really watch a lot of that because by the time the show came out, I was already far out of there. I don't want to hear it. You were a huge fan of My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. You were a huge so, fan of you know, all of the Cartoon Network shows at that time. I don't want to hear it. So the Cartoon Network shows at that time were running... Adventure Time. Yeah, we're running before that. And the MLP thing was because everyone else in the friend group was. I was like, I have nothing better to watch right now. Sure. Okay. Ended up liking it. I'm not, I am not judging you for it. I'm just saying that you watched kids programming at that time. Yes. So you can't say that this show came after you did that. There's nothing wrong with it. It's, um, so it was just kind of outside of that circle that you watched yeah um i like the one where they build a roller coaster which is like one of the first episodes but it's a good i episode. have i have seen that one that one is wild do, do you have, have a, do you have a favorite ghibli movie oh why did you ask me that i do i have a tie unfortunately okay what's your tie spirited away and house moving castle house moving castle is my favorite for me the reason why spirited away is because it's the first one i saw I haven't seen any other Ghibli movie. Just Howl's Moving Castle? Just Howl's Moving Castle. Oh. Which is a crazy one to be have the only one that you've seen. Yeah. Uh, I've, <laughs> I've seen that one. I've seen Spiritual Way, obviously. And I've also seen Porco Rocco. Or P- Porco Rosso. I want to I watch them all. I just... I haven't gotten them on my list. They're on my list. The, the rest of them are on my list to either watch and or rewatch. I also really enjoyed the video game. I haven't played the video game. Nino Kuni. Yeah. Nino Kuni is so. I haven't played Nino Kuni two, but Nino Kuni one, Wrath of the Wrath of the White Witch was so cool, gorgeous. Uh, next, what does the inside of a black hole look like? Um, your mom. So, <laughs> man, I was gonna prepare to go on a scientific rant. <laughs> it. No, it's it doesn't really have an inside like 
If you were to somehow get into a black hole and not die immediately from the spaghettification, you would see the spaghettification of everything around you. Anyway, can yeah, you name all the archetypes introduced in the Albaz lore? Albaz? Yeah. Which is just Despia, I guess. Well, no, no, no. Dogmatica? Des- okay, Dogmatica, Despia, uh, Sword Soul, Ice Jade, mm-hmm. um, Spriggan. Spriggan and Sprite. Mm-hmm. Therian. Therian. That's a good one. That's seven. Yeah. That might be all of them. Not including Albaz because the Albaz is like... Tri-Brigade. Tri-Brigade as well. Because Albaz, quote unquote, is Albaz and his fusions. Yeah, which I would just call Despia. But it's not part of Despia. Also, um... Drew Swarm and Bistiel? Bistiels and the Bistiels. Are they part of the. Uh, yeah, I guess they are, yeah. yeah. The Bistiel Eluber is, yeah. is one of their cards. Yeah. The Bistiel Lubellion. Yeah. Um, should Yu Gi Oh have set rotation? At this point, I think it's too late. Yeah, I to, don't think you to... can have set rotation at this point. And also, Yu Gi Oh not having set rotations is one of my favorite parts. It both is and isn't. It is. Because then you can just all of a sudden this old card from decade from a decade ago just crops up as being really good for no reason. It is hilarious. But also, yes, because then that exact same thing, because then that card gets really expensive, especially if it's a card that's required to play a deck. Uh like a resonance insect and um B Trooper. Well, and B Trooper. Yeah. Alright, can you read Toy Vendor? Yeah, I I can. We have. Why is Fluffle the most based combo deck ever? Because it's funny. What's not to love about it? Yeah. Uh, what do you want? Who do you want the Saints to draft in the first round? I'll be honest. I don't know all of the um, rookies this year as well as I should. I'm good mostly with our offense. I'm fine with an offensive lineman. Honestly, we probably should take a defensive lineman because uh, we need defensive linemen right now. So Fair. I'd take a defensive lineman or a cornerback or a linebacker or a safety anybody on defense really i'll take any defensive player it's not flashy but i'll take it um what meme has come full circle for you was funny got annoying then fell back in love with it huh i don't have an answer for this one this is all you yeah i gotta think about this one this one's a tough one okay i'll let you think about it and we'll circle back around to it yeah yeah, yeah. what do you do to stay sane when you're driving long distances to all those regionals etc uh so caleb sleeps yeah while I drive, and then I think about which shots I want to get for the vlogs, and then I wake Caleb up to get the shots. Yeah. And when we're not doing that, I call people and talk on the phone. Usually Giant Skyhawk. Shout out yeah. to you, Giant Skyhawk. You're the, you're the goat. Yeah. Meme? I would probably have to say the let me do it for you meme with the Borzois. Uh, I don't know that one. Let me do it for you. No? Yeah. Uh-uh. It's... I think mine is the original memes, like the 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 Rage comics. Oh God, that's going way back. Yeah, I know, but like they've I, like now when I see them, I'm like, <laughs> so like the Borzoi thing started off as like someone pretend, like someone doing an impression of Miss Piggy, uh-huh. and then they put it to a Borzoi, which are just weird looking dogs, and I was like, okay, now they're just making fun of the dogs. 
And then I saw the dog, and I was like, okay, now I love it again because the dogs are because the Borzoi uh, breed is amazing. Yeah. Uh, can you make unbanless roulette a staple of banless season? Probably not because it takes a lot of work. We'd have to build a roulette wheel and then it, it takes spin a, it. Well, it's not even that. It's that it takes a lot of time to edit those videos together now that yeah. we do them in an actual video. Yeah. Um, if Konami decided to add ritual monsters to the extra deck, would it be enough to make them great again? Assuming they added the necessary card decks on every card to include that they now reside in the extra deck and allow 20 cards being the extra deck, as long as five of them are rituals. Yeah. Yeah, the rituals would be the best the best yeah. type, like the best summoning mechanic in that. Yeah, no, sense. no, because, I mean, yeah, it would it would destroy um, uh, Ben 10. But because then she she would lose her primary ability, a thing of being tributed in the hand and get her effect off. Yeah, but so many other ritual decks that have been but, bad over the years would have an yeah. immediate amount of increased consistency. Oh yeah! Not only that, all the all the uh, ritual monsters. <laughs> the first comment: Ben Ten just got nerfed to infinity and beyond. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which, um, but no, but then like all the ritual monsters that are pr that were produced much later in the game's history are balanced around the fact that they're near that your odds of actually summoning them are slim. Yeah. So the they're harder to summon but their power but their effects are way more powerful than you would real than would be normal out of a normal normal extra deck monster. Right. Uh what show from your childhood do you wish you had do you wish had aged better? Fighting Foodons. Mine is Code Lyoko. I don't know what you're talking about, dude. That aged gracefully. The animation did not. The animation did not. That the, sh the show itself is still good, but like, but like, it was one of the earliest uh, computer-generated TV shows. Yeah, but like, all of the computer-generated TV shows from that era did not age well. Yeah, but I think of them, Code Lyoko easily aged the best because it they did. went for such a because they went for more style than trying to make things look cool. Yeah, if that makes sense. Also, Drake and Josh. I wish that one aged better. That wasn't one of your shows. That was one of mine. Yeah. Uh, what if you could have five in the extra deck, but as many as you want in the main deck? <laughs> Kill me now. I would not play this game. No. this A lot of decks would be unplayable. Yeah. Um. Uh, I, I think there are decks that, that have more than five different extra deck monsters. There are. All right. Uh, we've just got a couple minutes. Uh, what decks are you interested in that are about to be released? I'm interested in the Super Heavy Samurai stuff that's about to be released. Yeah, I'm interested in Super Heavy Sam. I'm kind of interested in Mana Dome just because it looks cool. Yeah. Uh, but the biggest deck I'm interested in now because of Rollerballer and uh, pin, in a Pinball or whatever is uh, Gold Pride. Fair. Uh, how do you choose a deck to play in the format? Is it based off of how fun it is to play or more off its meta viability? Uh, yes. I'll take option C, all of the above, but yeah. also price. Yeah, I I want a deck that is somewhat affordable as well as very strong within the meta and also fun to play. Mm -hmm. So uh, what would it take for going second deck to be considered good in the current meta? Bless you. Excuse me. Being able to search nib on turn zero without your yeah. opponent being able to stop you. Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah, literally. Uh, literally, just going, uh, literally a hand trap that shows during your opponent's standby phase, 
Discard this card and add Nibiru, the primal being, to your hand. Your opponent cannot, cannot respond to this effect. Exactly. It's the only way. Now that Gate Guardian support is here, what other old archetypes would you like to see get new support? Um, I think it'd be pretty cool to see like like some older archetypes that were never like super meta relevant get support. I'd like to see Tribrigade support. I'd like to see Sword Soul support. Um, <laughs> Bro, here I here I am over here thinking stuff like, yo, I want to see some alien support. Uh, I would alien I wanna, support. Alien support would be sick. I want to abuse alien mother. Yeah, I, I would like to see, just ideally, drop just some Gyrgyz support. Machina, Machina support. Machina, please, yeah. give me Machina just, support that's not just Earth Machine. Just, dro just drop a Cosmic Horror, Gongiel. Let's go, bro. Yeah. Flying Saucer, Moaki. Okay, so let's go ahead and thank all of our wonderful patrons. Oh, and if you want to be able to ask mailbag questions the next time we do a mailbag episode. Get in the Discord. Get in the Discord server. That's that's, why we, that's where we go to do ask. Do it. Uh, so, a huge thank you to all of our patrons. One piece, but it's just me looking for something I had lost five minutes ago. <laughs> Cam Yang, Kane, Martin, Zyphorus, Cards, Goetia, Earth Machine, Best... Did you like that one? That was great. Earth Machine, Best Deck, Epi, Has Anyone Actually Read Toy Vendor, AGH Cyber, I Am McLincoln, If All You Have Is a Cosmic, Then Every Problem Looks Like a Floodgate, John Leal, Monstratron, Mountain Man, Oatmeal Spaghetti, Owen Alvarado, Seto Kawaiba, Silver Hopes, Unbanned Number 95, Konami, Understanding and Reading Are Two Different Things, Virtually Saviors World, Rogue and Tier 2 Are the Polite Terms for Bad Deck, Aaron Gardner, Asami, Ashless Chaps, Atsuyo, Simp of the Silver Castle, Blackwing, Silver in the Ascent Is the Best Floodgate, Box Wine, Come On and Get Your Game On! Duty Booty, Dragon Maidenless Behavior, Dragon Maid Stun, Zed, I'm about to wreak a glimmer tree of your cross these plant nuts in your mouth. Cam, the Hockey Walkie Slush Mixer, Old Man Red, Pin Code 143, Slaking It Up, and Valent Hoja Mama. Thank you all so much for your continued support of the podcast. And of course, until next time, have a great week, everybody. Take care, everyone. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.